two. <laughs> All right. Welcome into the virtual bar, a sober virtual bar attendee. Good for him. Not so much for me, but that's good. That's what I'm here to do. Um, and before I bring him in, of course, being uh, the fuel for tonight's discussion for me, not for the uh, GFY, which we'll let him explain what that means later. Garden Center uh, manager <laughs> will be a little Maker's Mark 46, but the French oaked. Don't really do a lot of Maker's Mark in my life, but um, great distillery to visit. Really cool property. Uh, pretty intimate setting, so it's not as huge as people would think something like Maker's Mark is compared to like a Jim Beam or the Heaven Hill, Buffalo Trace and all. So a really cool experience if you can get down there. The, the cool thing about the, the 46 version and now the French Oak is, you know, it's still a six-year bourbon. It's 94 proof, uh, but they dump it and then they fill it back up and put uh, toasted French oak barrel staves inside it. So the, the the finishing thing has been going on for a while. Makers just does the thing where they put staves in the middle. So it's kind of the bourbons all the way around it, whereas opposed to just sitting inside a barrel. All right. Now, if that makes sense to you, good. If it doesn't, just go pick some up and drink it. It tastes delicious. All right. Anyway. All right. Mr. What is it? The Go Fuck Yourself Garden Center attendant. How are you? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, no. the prof I'm the professor of uh, G... <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> we'll get it. Choking to death. Cut. No, no. <laughs> yeah, professor of GFI. Two. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. So, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, just talking with you over the the past couple months and kind of watching your progress from you know the weight loss, the sobriety, all those things. I think you've done a lot of really cool shit in the last year. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, and, a lot of changes. Yeah, and and it, you are a uh, you're you're a pretty good follow up on Twitter as well. And I, I bring that up because someone hit me up with one of my friends. It was like, Hey, where do you find all your guests or whatever? Cause I don't think most people, regardless of what many on Twitter think, not everyone actually is on Twitter. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I'm weird. On, right? I'm, I'm not on very much these days. I'm not either as much as I, I used to be, or probably would want to be. I'd rather, I, I kind of like the fact that I can't for whatever reason at this moment, but, um, yeah. So like I, I put out to her, I was like, look, I, these are just people I know, or I come across through Twitter or get introduced. And, you know, I think they're interesting and I think people would find them more interesting than just reading tweets. Right. So that's why we have the, uh, the, the go fuck yourself garden center professor on tonight. So what, where do I start, man? So let's start with the sobriety thing. Cause uh, okay. you share the same anniversary as Brink. Was he an inspiration or was this just randomly he, happened he, brink was and okay. and grandpa um grandpa he's been here yeah i probably started drinking when i was 12 okay. hey. <laughs> got got into the got into the the rum cabinet and uh but now i started you know high school like most people and then uh, it became more than a hobby and yeah and um I would say it probably stunted a lot of progress, definitely blunted my progress in the army. Um, I was that guy that was yeah. a functional alcoholic, but, uh, weren't, weren't we all. Yeah. Um, and then I got into my forties and I'm going back to school and it was causing, it just caused a lot of trouble and lost a lot of relationships and it was really affecting my marriage and things like that. And, uh, I remember I'm going back to school and I was taking a test and we had gone out to dinner and I had like four margaritas before the test. Yeah. Oh shit. And I knew it forwards and backwards, but I was like, eh, whatever. So I had like, yeah. like 
when I say four margaritas, I mean, you know, like the tall ones. Yeah. 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 Like they, when, when the only a, way they come, right. Like when you get a Dos Equis tall, like it yeah, comes yeah. in like the big Dos Equis glass, yeah. beer glasses. That's what these kids have for those. Mm. And, uh, made and you were a bigger man then though. Also. Yeah. I was 300 and something pounds. I was, almost, I, was, I was almost 400 pounds. Oh my God. Damn. How tall are you? Six, three. Okay. Yeah. You're a big boy, no matter what. So, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, failed the test. I got a 50 and I was just, so, Did you really? wow. I was just so pissed at myself. Cause it was stupid yeah. and of, of totally avoidable. And I think I, I just had enough. And so I told my wife, I'm like, I'm done. She's like, with what? I'm like drinking. I was like, I'm done, 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 done. And she's just like, okay. But she was happy. She'd been wanting me to quit for years, but okay. Yeah. The, like the next day I signed up for a little program for accountability and then I haven't drank since. So, so was it easy for you to do, or you think it's just, you realized it wasn't that big of a, like a crutch as it, as it, maybe it was. Um, some people can't quit, right? You know, I mean, it's it like, was, a yeah, it was, yeah. I would go through periods where I did like, I would go with like a week or so and yeah. then it would start with like, I'd get a single tall boy and then we start with a six pack and it was yeah. like 12 pack. And then the next thing I'm, I'm into a seven fifty, and then, <laughs> you know, and then it would just cycle would stop and then start over. I think it was more like self-medication than yeah. anything. Mm. And once I finally started facing some of the issues that, you know, that were, that I was self-medicating for, it, it got easier. And then what I realized what my relationship with alcohol was. Um, and I think I, I think I just hit that point where I'm like, you know what, screw you, I'm done. We're out. And then once I really got just stayed sober for a while, my like all the inflammation started going away i started yeah. dropping, i started yeah. dropping weight and then it kind of became about like more about the health and then it just became about i really dig being sober and uh yeah it's been this is week 75 coming up on friday right that'll be yeah 70, yeah yeah. Yeah. So now before you did, did the, the fitness kind of go along with the, the sobriety thing or were you always just worked out? You just never really saw the progress that you've clearly you know, been doing now. Yeah. Well, when I was in my 20, you know, being in your forties, you can't get away with what you could in your twenties. And I'm working uh, on that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so like when I got out of the army and everything, I still ran, but like yeah. I, blew, I blew up and then I got up to like 280. And for me, that 280 was freaking huge. Yeah. And yeah. so I got back in shape and like, I was running like 30 miles a week and deadlifting in the high fours and like all that stuff and still drinking. Yeah. yeah I was in good shape though. I, mean, yeah. I was in good shape. And then my thirties, I just stopped and just blew up after I got married. Dude, so why, why do you, cause I, you know, I don't, I'm not, it's only because it seems like a pattern with that, right? It's either people hit their thirties after the military mm -hmm. they, or they get married. And then mm -hmm. it's like, why do you think that is? Like, it's just like you, you stop. I, I don't want to say it's like, you stop trying, but do you think because you kind of check some blocks on things that you don't think it's necessary to maintain that or. I don't know. I just think. Cause I mean, 
we both we both gained weight and everything like we're both on this journey together like yeah that's awesome my wife is killing it dude she's yeah. starting to, she's starting to get dealt <laughs> she crushes man she really awesome. crushes and, yeah. and uh i don't know man uh, i know like probably like with vets and it's the same probably the same thing with athletes is that you get used to a certain calorie intake yeah and but then your activity level is so high that you know it's fine and then once it's over you maintain that calorie yeah that's 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 a huge part of it i think yeah so then you're in a huge surplus and your activity output sucks yeah and so uh that coupled with age coupled with i don't know you just focus on working and like all i don't know it just doesn't become a priority anymore and then um after we just had some difficulties trying to have kids and find out we weren't going to have kids. That was why we really decided to get back in shape because we were trying to have kids again. Yeah. And then, um, that's not, that didn't work out. So now we're in the process of trying to adopt. So we're just trying to get, oh, good. awesome. we're going to be older parents. So we're trying yeah. to be in as best shape yeah. as we can. So, Hey, you get a 17 year old, you got to just deal with them for one year and then just boot them out. Right. You know, know, my right? daughter's 17. So it's like, <laughs> tell her, Hey, you got six months. Let's go. Yeah, I'm like, you know, if we adopt a baby now, by the time they graduate high school, I'll be 60. So since, know, if yeah. we adopt, if we adopt a girl, I'm going on TRT when she's in high school. Yeah. 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 You need to start now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you can't wait. Yeah, my levels are okay right now. That's like, good. By the yeah. time I'm 60, I'll probably need something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I just I because I don't know because I I do I 100% agree with kind of what you're saying. Definitely the calorie thing is for real. That's I mean you hear it. you hear like linemen when they stop playing in the NFL and they they instantly shrink. It's like well I don't need to eat eight thousand ten thousand calories a day anymore, and that's you know I don't need yeah yeah it, it really is man. Uh, man, there's a strong man. Who was it? Was it Mark Hunt? You ever see that Mark Hunt? You know who Mark Hunt is? Yeah. He has that video. Yeah. He has a video from a few years ago where it's like, he shows you what he eats for a day to get like, I think 12,000 or 13,000 calories. And it's like, Oh my God. Now granted the dude's six, eight and he's like 400 pounds, but he's, you know, he's not fat. I was probably probably hitting like a solid six to seven when I was. That's so crazy. That's so much food though. That's a lot of double IPAs, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say it's a lot of liquid calories. Cause I see that with these, you know, you, we, you can get those calories in with when you that's why they always say don't drink your calories because it will get yeah. away from you so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I stick to this stuff. There's hardly anything in it, you know, yeah, or wine. But <laughs> funny trick Maker's Mark 46 was one of my rotation, yeah. And now you said they're doing it in the uh, the French the whiskey stays, yeah. I used to do that because I used to homebrew. And I used to brew my own beer and I would mm. do a bourbon barrel stout. Well, I would buy the French oak yeah. chips okay. to do the, yeah. well, so I would do, I would mix the bag. Like I take an empty bottle of maker's mark and uh, then I would do a half and half with, yeah. the, with, so I was doing that years ago and I would do that with um, wild Turkey one Oh one. Okay. So now that you said that, okay, go ahead. And I would, and I would do that. I would let it sit for a couple months. Yeah. And that shit would taste like Weller. <laughs> nice. But I, well, I was going to say, if you really want to get $20 for it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, if you want to, you know, get back into making it and just, you know, send it to me, that's fine. I'll accept <laughs> that. That way, avoid the temptation. But you bring up Wild Turkey 101. So um, I, I, 
I think this was the last year I didn't do it because I knew I was getting ready to move. But usually every like first of November, uh, my brother and I learned this trick from one of these little small distillery down in Southern California. But they take two whole bean vanilla beans, right? Mm-hmm. Like don't cut them, obviously, because this could yeah. go everywhere. You drop two vanilla beans into a, a bottle or whatever, your, a calendar, whatever you put it in and just let it sit. And then you remove those. Dude, that is yeah. just pure vanilla deliciousness. And I always did it with Wild Turkey 101 because, A, the proof's high, but it's already yes. good to start with. And then you yes. mix it with that vanilla. It's oh, it's so good. If you do that and then do the French. Because what's cool, if you find a local homebrew store, yeah, you, that'll have, they'll have all that stuff there. And yeah. it's cheap. And yeah. so you just get a couple of mason jars and you can just kind of play around and you start blending your own stuff. Oh, and that's, start playing yeah. around. And then that's cool. Then you just get you a really fancy decanter once you yeah. find some that you like. And then you got your that's the word. Why did I say calendar? Col- colander is probably what I meant. I don't know. Decanter. That's what yeah, that's it. it. It's a night, it's one of those and days. Then you, and then you print it off, there will be bourbon label, and then exactly. you just got your own. See, blend. it's coming. Like, look, I, we, we have to hit some benchmarks here. Like, there's there's too many people that have products and they actually move them, but they also have significantly more followers than me. I gotta hit some more numbers still before we start doing stuff like that. So I just provide audible content, you know, that's it. And there you go. if you want to watch the YouTube, you can watch me drink this stuff. But other than that, um, yeah, that's, that's a great idea. I've been, I really wanted to do because you, I don't know if you were still drinking when this stuff was going on or not, but you know, distilleries, they, they figured out ways to make more money, obviously, because I think specifically to deal with how much they lose on the secondary market because of our three tiered system. Right. So, you know, when they sell something, they don't get to, they don't get any of that kickback from a $5,000 bottle of Happy Van Winkle, right? They sell it, you know, at the 23 year goes now for 329. So that's what they mm-hmm. sell it to the distributor. And then, you know, all that markup. So they started partnering with all these liquor stores and, and supermarkets and restaurants and all to do their own barrel programs and, you know, single barrels and stuff like that. And they're really not that expensive. Like we've bought some in some of the bourbon groups that I've done before. And when I was still out in California and I would love to be able to do that, but it's just not as easy as it sounds. It's not. And I, I get why they're they're doing that just because they didn't want people getting screwed over and overpaying on their liquor. Yeah. I mean, you know, you put together a group, you know, $10,000 for a barrel, that's nothing. And you get, you know, depending on the age between, you know, 220, I think to like 400 bottles that come out of that and you can sell that. And even if you double the price on one of those, you're still not ripping people off and you're getting a really, you're getting a, obviously an original product, right? So you, exactly. something that your groups come together to get. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that and then slap this silly little logo on it, but hey, we're not there yet, you know. One of these yeah, days. One of these true. days. I need to I need to be able to walk into one of those distilleries and just be like, look, cash offer. Let me get a barrel. <laughs> all right. And then you guys bottle it. But yeah, that three-tiered system, man, just you know, ripping off Americans left and right. But whatever. Yeah. So then you can do a black and white version of that of your poster and, <laughs> and it'll say there will be whiskey. I know. See, I screwed so you, that up. So you could do a rye. Yeah, that's what I was telling Claude last week. I was like, man, I screwed this up when I thought about it because <laughs> I got a whole like it's not pictured, but the whole bottom shelf is all rye. And I'm like, well, I can't drink that stuff on here because then it's false advertisement. Right. So but there will be whiskey doesn't quite sound, in my opinion, as good as there will be bourbon. True. Either way, I just opened up the market. So whoever wants to be a competitor can start. There will be whiskey and you can 
or since you're the host, you can do whatever you damn well please. I could, but then I, you know, I don't want to be like, yeah, I got this rye tonight, and then someone's like, do it on not a bourbon. Do it on Wednesdays. Rye Wednesdays. No, whiskey Wednesday. Whiskey Wednesday. Yeah. Supposed go. to do one tomorrow. Maybe. Well, I already had. I was gonna do that Weller, that foolproof I got over there. I was gonna yeah. do that for tomorrow. Um, this I just uh, randomly. I think I can't. Where did I try that? I think I tried it in Colorado on my trek across America recently, moving here. And it was really, really good because I, I've always thought like a French oak, because I mean, with wine, I mean, uh, most of our wines are like the high end stuff's finished in French oak. It's delicious. Right. So I thought, you know, that would be something good to do. Can't necessarily store it originally because then you can't call it bourbon. But I always figured the finishing part you could do with the toasting of it. I thought it would be cool because I think French oak is a little bit more sweeter mm-hmm. when it gets down into the 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 nerd style of it the nerd side of it um all right that's the part i miss is the nerd stuff yeah the science part of it do you ever think about getting into it and just kind of making some some na stuff i thought about it but because that's a huge market man yeah and there's people that can do it way better than me and i was talking well especially with that attitude yeah Well, that's a lot of calories laying around and I don't, I don't really need five five to 10 gallons of stuff sitting around. Man, you pedal that stuff with all of our sober friends on Twitter. You'll be good, man. Dude, I tell you, I, I, my my wife asked me that. She's like, why don't you do that? I'm like, I would rather just go get a six pack on vacation and just let it, (laughs) let, let that stay on vacation. Yeah. Cause I'll be honest. Like I hadn't had, this was last summer. And we we were the whole family was on vacation and they were all having drinks. No big deal. I didn't care. I still don't yeah. you know, didn't bother me, but I just asked if they had any non-alcoholic beer. And he says, We've got Heineken Zero. And I'm like, I was never a Heineken fan. Yeah, I never but, was either. But I was like, beggars can't be choosers. So I was like, I'll try one. And I looked at it, it as like 50 calories, 0.0% alcohol. And I that was probably the most delicious thing I'd had in a while. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think the Heineken NA because I had that in Afghanistan is better not than bad. their actual half. Really? Yeah, no shit. Now, now, if now if like Miller High Life can make it NA, we'll be. We'll... <laughs> I think there. I I that's you know that might be the one company I don't think I've seen anything from in terms of an NA. I don't know if Miller's. I'm I'm sure maybe they have. I haven't seen it, but yeah. But yeah. um, I know or some. How about some OE? Does. Yeah, Coors. Yeah. How about so? Well, Coors on its own, like especially Coors Light is pretty much NA to begin with. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> and you look like like Miller Light. Yeah. And it's only like 90 calories. Yeah. It's the only beer you can drink 30 of throughout a day and still be sober. You know, and be hydrated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, if you can get Old English to make a make an eight ball worth of uh, NA, then that's when you're good. You start getting the malt liquor down to 0.0%. That's true. I was going to say Mad Dog, but then that's just, Ooh. Then, you're, then you're just talking about Kool-Aid. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was some of the worst stuff I've ever had in my life. The worst hangover, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that, well, the worst hangover, I think, aside from anything tequila related, is definitely, I remember, was St. Ides Special Brew. God, Adventures of the Class Six. Yeah. <laughs> Man, St. Ides Special Brew was like the one thing we could get in high school. And hopefully my daughter's not listening to this one, but Yeah. We used to go to the beach and walk around with that stuff in a uh, like a 7-Eleven cup and mix it with a Slurpee and just walk around on the beach and just pass out on the beach because it's so hot and you got sugar drunkenness and then you just oh, wake up God. like, 
But when you're that age, it doesn't really bother you. But man, if I tried that today, no, it's not good. Yeah, I woke up and I woke up in the front yard once with a empty ball of Southern Comfort. Yeah, I told Claude the story last week when mm-hmm. I, of how I woke up on a yard once. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, why was I drinking Southern Comfort? <laughs> That'll do it. That and uh, what's that? Seagram Seven. I remember. Uh, it's just, it's not even. It's just like cheap. The cheapest stuff that they add color to, man. It's it's, it's rough on you. All right. So you mentioned. I honestly, I don't know if I didn't know this or if I just forgot this because I'm I'm looking at the the bio you sent over and it's like, I didn't. And then you mentioned obviously when you were in, talking about why you quit. But wh- when were you in? I didn't know you were in the army. Yeah, uh, ninety nine. I got out. I did five years, so got out okay. like right at the beginning of oh uh, five, into oh four. So got one early deployment. Yeah, three to Iraq, and then no, we might have we might have seen each other. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty quiet then. <laughs> yeah, and then I think the deployment after was when it really started getting. Yeah, I remember I was telling us how like the you could the, the insurgency you could kind of kick off was like November of '03, and then it just yeah. really picked up. I knew it was going to happen. Later. I think uh, if anyone was there paying attention, it could see it happening. You know, I've told that a million times with some of the decisions that were made from the the civilian side, and you know, when you unemploy half a million uh, soldiers and tell them they don't get any options. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only one what you, response. What do you expect? <laughs> I just always would say, like, you know, what would just put yourself in that position and play worst case scenario in the United States? Someone comes over and, you know, takes takes over the United States and mm-hmm. decides that, yeah, like the two and a half million people in our military, you guys don't get to play anymore. Mm-hmm. And you don't get well, to have any say in the reformation of the new government. It's like, OK, well, what do you think you just created overnight? Yeah, we had that. T- we had I, I was in the, the talk. I was a Intel analyst. And so I was at. You really were a nerd, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's I awesome. Didn't, I didn't fit in with those guys at all. <laughs> were you hanging out with Dunlap? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the first time I think I've I ever probably shoved him in a, I probably would have stuffed <laughs> him in a trash can, to be honest. <laughs> Shave his head. Yeah. I was, no, I was hanging out with guys like Grandpa. And, yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> I was dev- I was a line infantry guys. That's who I drank with. So, yeah. Um, so I was in like group level and we were talking about this and there's some high level brass in there. We were having that very conversation. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing we could ever do. And went through that whole line and they're like, well, how do you know that that would happen? I'm like, cause that's what I would do. Right. Yeah. Hey, do you remember that you're a soldier, sir? Yeah. Man? Like, what what like, do you think? What would you do? Yeah. I'm like, if you guys came to my country and put me at position, I'm fixing to do some hood rat shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to string you out for as long as i can and bleed yeah. you to death yeah and if if you kill me i got cousins yeah you know i got nephews that it's part of their culture that they have to avenge me or they are looked at as pieces of shit you know and yeah, like, i, I, I don't have no we... idea what we're, what you're stepping into here yeah and what they didn't know like i knew that we were deploying like a year ahead of time so all i did was study I did the same I, shit, man. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. I studied I, I made books. Yeah. I made like, it was like three inch thick binders that no one read. And that's awesome. Glad no one read it. That's great. It was all, yeah, well, it's yeah. the same thing. They didn't listen like, to General Shinseki. What am I doing here? 
Yeah. Your, your job is to prepare and provide the intel and then the people that need to use it for decision-making, they don't. Yeah. I was like, feel like, well, the intel is always wrong. I'm like, like, and I used to hear this so much. It's like, what, what are the one thing a commander needs to pay attention to? His two, and his, and his, and then when they added civil affairs into it, in terms of like, you know, the yeah. the, the, the Met TC stuff, and adding the C at the end, it's like, oh, but I need my two. I need to know what's going on. And it's like, okay, well, so you got a guy like yourself who prepares these things, mm-hmm. and it just gets. I'm over here like, yeah, I told you this shit like three months ago and you finally decided to do something. It's old. So how did that, did, did, (laughs) did, was there anybody remotely paying attention to you putting that position or putting that stuff out? Or was it just really in one ear out the other? But after I had, after that conversation, I spent the rest of my deployment filling sandbags and washing tents. Hmm. I was no longer allowed to talk. (laughs) You got to wonder, you really do, you know, because Man, there's some really, really, really good people in the military. There really are, you know, but it's just one, you just really wonder how situations like that take place, knowing the cause and effect, right? Because, I mean, like I said, you go back to General Shinseki, who, you know, was essentially forced to retire because he said, there's no way you're going to occupy a country this size with just this amount of force. Oh, right? yeah. And like he saw it happening. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. I don't think that's an issue we're going to solve tonight as much as I'd love to. Um, Government's stupid. That's it. <laughs> I just, you know, I just look back There's on that time. So, yeah. <laughs> I just look back on that time. Man, it's coming up like, damn, what is it? The invasion was, what, it'll be 20 years on the, the 19th? Next week. It'll be yeah. 20 years. Yeah, yeah 20 yeah. years next week. That blows my mind to think that that was 20 years ago, man. Cause literally like, especially when you bring up stuff that you were doing or whatever, the same time, like I can literally walk in my mind, the route from, you know, the, that fucking 20 minute walk to the shower tent and back, you know, like I could still see and feel like I'm doing it in the back of my mind. Like it's happening right now, mm-hmm. or I can see, you know, the walking over to our PX and watching this rocket above our head, clip one of the buildings and almost blow up the Burger King, like stupid shit like that. You still remember yeah. clear as day, like it just happened yesterday. And that's going to be 20 years. That's just fucking, that blows my mind, man. Hell yeah, dude. And then I think about, well, think about like, I was, <laughs> this is some of the crazy shit I think about. So I'm like, I want to go up next month to New York where I went to school to play baseball before I joined the army. And I want to watch one of these double headers since they usually play double headers on the weekends. Right. I'm going to do that. And then I was thinking, like, man, so I was there 99 to 01. So most likely, everyone that's going to be on that team playing probably wasn't born when I was there. And then when I was there in 99, 20 years before that, was the fucking 70s. Like, dude, that's... It starts messing with your head. <laughs> it really does, man. Yeah, I turned I turned forty three last week, and so like I was I, like forty. I didn't Happy care birthday. about. Birthday, thank you. Yeah, but I like it's like an existential crisis. I'm like, <laughs> really? What am I doing here? I'm like, because like forty, I didn't care. Forty one, yeah. forty two, I didn't care. The forty three is like, wait a minute, because <laughs> now I've got gray hair in my beard and. Yeah, I'm starting to get that stuff. if I grow it out enough, there's like these little pieces. I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to do that then. That's cool. But <laughs> yours looks good, though, because you can actually thanks. grow one. All I do, all I get is I, this and a neck. I, so I can't really can't oh, do the man. whole beard thing. 
but i'll say this like at least at this at the, on this birthday i was uh like you were sober 11 and less sober and 11 and a half percent body fat yeah that's pretty dope man like pretty yeah stoked. your progress pictures are coming in pretty good that's awesome man i'm trying to hit that sub 10 man but yeah it's like i it's i think i man. i think i have a, like my set point is like 217 because mm-hmm. anytime i start creeping below two set like i hit 216 i'm hungry all the time yeah so well i mean that's the thing i started like i said i was like i was gonna do this operation drop 20 pounds right and mm-hmm. i'm like at right around 12 or 13 depending on what time of day it is and i don't know if i honestly can do the 20 without really getting to kind of what you said because when i came back from afghanistan and what 14 like i was like 184 and just like shredded but yeah the the trade-off to that was 130 and you're doing prison workouts yeah (laughs) well that's right yeah but you know like i feel like the you know i'm six feet tall i think like the best weight for me is probably right between 195 and 198 and i'm like at 199 ish right now but yeah like i was 210 when i started this and then you talk about how you got up to what 280 or 270 and you just really i mean that was me like i could i could get i can go from 210 to 225 quick yeah and I, I didn't like it, man. It's just because, you know, I still, I'm still doing all the fitness shit I'm doing. Like I never not do that. Right. That's always been something I've never slacked off on, but it's like you said, it's those, it's the diet, man. It's the calories, the stuff that you don't realize you do. And yeah, man, if, I, I can only imagine if I wasn't doing that stuff. True. That's what, <laughs> um, there's a guy that I like to watch. Um, his name's Alan Roberts mm-hmm. and, uh, he's awesome. Uh, he's on Twitter and, um, uh, he always says, he goes, it's the fucking food, people. <laughs> it is. It it really used to is. Be, he used to be a power lifter. And now yeah, he's, yeah. he quit so power. He, he's like, I found us. He goes, everyone's like, oh, you're eating how you got to eat for your sport. He's like, no, I just found a sport that supported my binging. And uh, so now he, he like, he's not That's a power good. lifter. And now he's like, he's like 180 and like shredded. And like, yeah, like, like dude's like 52. I'm like, I want to look like him. I want, see, I kind of, I want that look back. It's just, I got I don't know if I can truly get there without a giving up this, right. Cause that's the easiest thing about being deployed is you don't get a choice, you know, unless you seek it out and try shit. But for the most part, well, like when my last deployment, yeah, I could drop probably the first two weeks, you lose 10 pounds just right away. Cause you're not drinking, you know, 100%. So that's, that's, yeah, you're not <laughs> drinking all the like sodas and alcohol. Yeah, and all it's all, stuff. it's all that extra weight. It's definitely liquid based for, don't get me wrong, but, um, but you're also pounding water. Yeah. And that's a huge part. Like I still like, that was been a big help for me is like, I'll drink between 160 to 200 ounces of water a day. It's a ton of water. Well, you're a big boy. Like I said, yeah. Well, yeah. Bigger. Well, you're bigger. You're not a big guy anymore. You're, you're but fairly, still. you're, 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 you're a good sized man. At this 220 at six, three is not too bad. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're a big guy, but you know, you're not, you know, you're not like a, uh, a fat body anymore so that's good yeah. my I mean, my wife she's five four she'll drink <clears throat> sorry yeah drink some water <laughs> i'm um, having issues i've been craving a dip lately no yeah and because i quit i quit nicotine like in 2018 oh wow so, so that's I, back into your head huh yeah it's weird and uh it's weird just random shit cravings coming up so i packed a lip of a wig splitter <laughs> did you really yeah. someone's actually done that that's crazy how'd I mean, that taste i i said i talk about it on twitter all the time you guys think i'm joking i do that i did think you were joking i was like there's no way to because you know i always say that because 
Do you remember the old MREs when they would put the freeze-dried coffee in there? Yeah, we used to pack that in our lip on uh, when, yeah. you had, when you had watch overnight. Yeah, like I remember trying that once and I was just like, that's, st- I don't know. I can't remember if it was. Taster's I, Choice. Taster's Choice. That's, dude, that stuff was potent. Yeah, it was. Freeze-dried coffee? Dude, oh my dude. God. That stuff You, you start getting strong. a little sleepy. You, you got guard Ooh. duty in the middle of the night. You get a little sleepy. You pack a lip of Taster's Choice and <laughs> it'll right your ship. <laughs> That and then were you still? Uh, you may not have been in for these. You might have missed. You might have just got out when they had the uh, the chocolate covered espresso beans. Heard about sparks? Those. I think they were some shit like that. Heard yeah, about those. Yeah, I didn't have rippets. I didn't have any of that. Shit. Yeah, I don't think this. I don't think the choc. I don't think those are still around. But uh, the rippets, you know, they're really not that special for whatever reason. You know, people take this weird cult like following to them. I think they're awful oh they're terrible I but know. i mean if that's the only thing you get for free as a energy drink and the defac and the, they the defac manager says you can take as many cans as you want you do right yeah that's true <laughs> i mean which i always thought was weird like so in 2015 the last opponent I, we had to go to camp red leg which was in the united arab emirates and really small camp there's just a, 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 a field artillery battalion and then my dudes who are supporting them and we go to the little dining tent, which is, you know, the size of my apartment and get whatever you want. Or conversely, if you're in like Camp Arif John in Kuwait with every possible amenity you could possibly think of, I have to go and stand before a dining facility, first sergeant and sergeant major, because one of my soldiers got more than one meat. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to go defend them. This says they, you take as much fucking meat as you want. Like really yeah. one meat, but they can have all the shitty carbs and shit that they want. Uh-huh. But, you know, God forbid they have a second piece of chicken. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what the f- I'd always look for the Haji with the, uh, with the, uh, the Donner truck, the kebab truck. And that stuff's so good, dude. And then they're they're, like, it's like, one dollar per and it's like basically it's like with the with the pita bread and stuff he was like making See, now you're speaking tacos. Tacos. you're totally and talking oh three right here man yeah, because yeah, yeah. i'm like i'm like six dude. give me six yeah i remember that because we had a guy that would always he he was able to get out and go get those things and it'd be like what like you said like 50 cents or a dollar and you come mm-hmm. back with the thing well i remember there was a guy that used to he would I'd go tip, out i would tip him 20 just so he'd come by our place <laughs> I don't know where you guys were, but so there was this, the North gate on Biap is where he would always go to get it. And then unfortunately this led to a suicide bombing that may or may not have been influenced because of that. And then they shut that down and we never saw that or had that option again. But yeah, yeah I just remember that food, man, was just, and that's why I love Middle East foods still to this day. Like, I think it's the most delicious stuff. It's my favorite by far. If I, oh, dude, the seasonings are so good. I'm, I'm spoiled right now. There's a Lebanese place where i work and there's a lebanese place literally right downstairs that's a good because you're in nova right yeah okay, yeah, yeah. Le- so lebanese got, taverna or whatever yeah you've got all of that good and yeah, then uh, there's kebab palace down there there's so much natural or it's just it's the international stuff there yeah. like you probably got some bomb ass thai restaurants around there yeah because i lived in um fairfax okay yeah, yeah. in the 90s okay and um my stepdad worked for uh, an airlines there and then um 
So yeah, that's where I got exposed to Indian food and Thai food. I love Indian food, man. Like I, to this day, I cook butter chicken all the time now. Like I love that stuff. I'm actually pretty good at it now. So chicken tikka <laughs> is my yes. favorite. And uh, non bread. Uh, yeah. So lion lion stout. Oh, so and, good. Uh, yeah, there was a place when I lived in Charleston, South Carolina. There was an Indian restaurant there, and they were always like number one, like every year. There was like a handful of like Indian restaurants there, and but they were just like, you could tell like they were like came from like a posh family, like posh Indian family. So yeah, like yeah, upscale like yeah. Stuff, but yeah, it's like the 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 guy, the husband that owned the place had no personality. The wife was the hostess. She was like awesome. <laughs> That's how this Thai place I was just at when I was coming across the country. I stopped in Reno. I went to this Thai place and man, the, the husband is just like a robot. And then his mm-hmm. wife comes out like dressed to the nines in this white dress and white heels. And just, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And she was yeah, so like personable and just over attentive with the being a ho. Yeah. She's like, stressed yeah. out. Cause she's spending all that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And plus, you know, I, I actually no, it wasn't Thai, it was Vietnamese. Yeah, and I, I mm. love Vietnamese food, man. That stuff's so good. Yeah, I, just, I like all that. It's just, and I just love food, but yeah, me <laughs> it always seems to come back to Asia. I've been on a Mexican food kick too. There's a there's a place near me that we found that's like just a family place, mm. and it's not it's not your traditional number one. Is the it's like the same menu, like no matter what restaurant you're in. Like this is like Mexican, yeah. Mexican, and like Action. I go and I'm like. I, I get like um splurging is a splurge meal so i got the chili killers and uh she's like you want an egg on top i'm like hell yeah I want yes an egg on top. Of course I want an egg. <laughs> and then she just kind of smiled and my wife goes you're in the club <laughs> yeah yeah make it two eggs yeah yeah i don't know who came up with just adding eggs to stuff but that's one of the greatest inventions ever it doesn't matter what it is you add an egg i do it at home yeah like Same. i'll cook a steak get some steak eggs. and eggs burger egg you know yeah, i make all tacos egg. Egg. i get i eat breakfast tacos like every morning yeah i eat i eat, egg, I eat breakfast for dinner so many times dude that's like, huge because it's especially like when we're hurting for calorie like if we splurge it like we're yeah because we're both doing like calorie deficit <clears throat> that is like brenner is so good because it's so low <laughs> you can really make low calories because yeah. you know, you're just talking about like some eggs maybe a slice of bacon uh one of our favorite i'll do home fries okay i'll do yukon gold potatoes yeah yeah because they're super low calorie and so i'll slice them up like about a quarter inch thick just give them a little spritz of avocado oil and hit them with some greek seasoning or some like um like dimps yeah 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 at like three, three fifty, four hundred for thirty minutes, and then what? right when the uh, right in the oven, and then right when the buzzer dings, you go over there and you turn it on broil. Throw some cheese the, on there. Well, no, you just turn oh. the light on and watch them, and they'll start bubbling, and then they'll turn. You just see it just kind of turn brown and bubble, pull them out. They'll be crunchy on the outside, but it's like like a cloud on the inside. I think we're going to have to do this this weekend. It's really good. Yeah. My daughter's coming into town this weekend for a week. So we got a lot of cooking planned, but yeah, she, she loves, she's, she's into the, so these potatoes I always do is kind of similar, but these are different types of potatoes. I I am going to steal that, but yeah. uh, What are those potatoes? The medley, the little little purple, little purple. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, cut those in half, 
I always do this, you know, cast iron skillet, right, with olive oil, 425 in the oven, load them up with jalapenos, shallots. Um, what else do I throw in there? Cilantro. And you can throw some garlic. I don't always do it, but you can throw like some whole garlic in there. And then you just throw do a that. garlic and everything. Yeah, yeah. Garlic. I like I said, I double or triple every garlic recipe. I, I yeah. just bought a I just bought a huge bag from Sam's. Yeah, that's garlic I bulbs. Yeah. And, then, I, and half of them you open up, it'll start like a little green weenie sticking out. Yeah. <laughs> just go plant it. That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a whole I've got a whole like raised bed full of them right now. Yeah. And, and see, I'm not buying garlic anymore. <laughs> yeah. You just do that. And then if you want to add cheese in the last five minutes, but yeah, 30 minutes in the oven, 30 to 40 minutes, man, those, those potatoes are just, and then the, like the other thing is it starts to kind of almost candy the, the jalapenos. Mm-hmm. So you can throw some trees, sprinkle some chorizo in there too. Oh yeah. You can do you, it's, it's, it's a palate. Do whatever you want. That's, you know? that's what, that's what <laughs> we start cooking. You start having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. And like Mexican food is good for that. Like I, I made chili Colorado for the first time the other day. What's in that? It's basically where you just, you make like the chili sauce and it's just chunks of meat. Basically. It's like chunk steak <laughs> and chili sauce that you make with like the peppers and all that. Jazz oh, that's like that. Sounds, yeah, that sounds good. It's good. Just rice and some tortillas, man. It was yeah. Good. That sounds good. Uh, this is going to turn into a cooking show. I like it. Hell yeah. I like where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that does that, kind of lead into what I was going to ask you, because you're a, it says here you're a vegan disrespecter. I like that. This is like the most miserable people on the planet. They're worse you than vegans. Leftists. Vegans? They're worse than leftists. <laughs> Most of them are leftists. That's true. <laughs> it's because it's they have no, they, they can't think right. Because they don't have enough protein. Or fat. Or fat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said something. I was like, veganism is, is the Scientology of diets. <laughs> That's good. And like, that what, like, I was like, someone, it was, who was it? I think it was uh, the guy that used to be Harambe Actual. It's uh, oh, he, Juan, Juan Epstein. Yeah, I can't keep up with people's name changes. And, uh, I feel bad. I just really. I, actually, I know him in real life. Okay. And uh, come to find out, He's a vegan. No, I'm no. he was. He was. He was in a big fight with that person. But anyway, no, there's a come to find out. We we met on Twitter, but then to come to find out, we knew a bunch of the same people. That's pretty funny in real life. So now, yeah. like, we hang out from time to time. But that's cool. Um, yeah, they're just dumb. They're just. I don't know, man. I feel bad for them. Like I just think I've I think, never seen people that need us like they'll say it's like oh your your meat is murder bro like, oh, have you ever seen a soy field after it's been harvested how many freaking vultures are flying around that son of a bitch because all the the rabbits and everything that got killed I like I go I said I hope the souls of the animals that died for your soy <laughs> bullshit haunt you in your dreams and then I get blocked I didn't get blocked. I just don't understand like that. Like that's the default argument is like something to have to do with animals. Yeah, and I was like, like yeah, so, but it's okay as long as every other animal eats each other. But as long as, but if humans do it, then now all of a sudden it's a fucking problem. Right, because they were saying something like, "Well, why don't you kill you? You know, kill your own animals." I'm like, I do kill my own animals. I was like, I'm like, I go, and that's when that's when I went into this one thing. I was like, yeah, is somebody uh, they showed the the pig getting shot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And someone and someone in the this this one vegan was like, you know, you you would murder an innocent animal just for food. And I said, <laughs> I said uh, was there a fucking trial? That's right. supposed to take place. And I said, what? And that's when I said about the, you know, I hope those souls of the rabbits that died for your your soy haunt you in your dreams. I said, yeah, I killed that right? pig. At least I had the damn decency to do it myself. And uh, I was like, unlike you, you hire it out. Just it's just a weird. This is it's a weird argument to begin with. Like I don't understand why someone would actually, with a straight face, be like, oh, the meat is murder. It's like, yeah. Well, that's why you, I say you don't understand, like. It's, I'm like it's a religion they're like no it's not I'm like then why do you try to convert everybody I'm like mm. I don't give a shit what you eat Leave that's true yeah I don't I'm not gonna eat it I'm like I've I did the, I tried vegetarianism at least they're halfway normal they're just like I just don't eat meat I'm like cool yeah they, which I can't like I can respect well, the because they, the, they don't give a shit what you do true you're right they're there not, is a very good point convert just like that the, is a very good point it's <laughs> it's like the joke about the uh, you're about to make a CrossFit joke, aren't you? Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I'm not trying to convert anyone. I know. I used to do CrossFit, so. People get really offended by CrossFit. It's still weird. It's like 25 still, years in and people are still oh, like. Yeah, no, as far as the philosophy, it's great. It's when yeah. it became a sport. And yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's like anything else. Like, you can't look at the people who are at the top of anything and think that that's normal. Like yeah, and it's cool to watch and yeah. i respect those people like holy shit but yeah. it's like when that's it's not when normal the, it's that's not the local, average class right yeah no it, but it's when your local box starts programming i'm like dude there's you have a better percentage of going to the nfl than you do going to the freaking crossfit game that's that's it's an just, excellent just, point it's like yeah. let's just work out yeah, yeah it's an I'm excellent like, point yeah only, if you, I go, you got soccer moms getting labrum tears it's your programming yeah and there's nothing wrong with crossfit it's just yeah. a lot of a lot of your box owners suck yeah. Well, I mean, and that was a thing, like, you know, for the longest CrossFit.com, the main site, mm-hmm. you know, they've, I mean, they still do. They've always done it, but, you know, yeah, work, out the the work out of the day. And that was yeah. what most gyms when they started, you know, what the fuck's that word called franchising? Like, that's what they did. And then, like you said, yeah, some of them got a little crazy because well, they yeah. had someone who was either close to being on a games level or was a regional level athlete, and they 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 get an ego thing going on there. But you know that's yeah. why so many people offer programming now, like right. legitimate. You know the Fronings of the world that you have right. that are just banking because they offer so many different levels of programming too, right. and for so many different populations. And it's actually legit because the dude knows his shit, right? Yeah, he does. He's <laughs> got a degree in exercise yeah, science. Not, he's not some 19-year-old kid that's got a level one cert. Yeah. Trainer. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Yeah, that is, you know, I do think CrossFit didn't help themselves with that because I remember doing my level one and I was like, all right, I learned a lot in two days, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Um great for a source of income for the company, but yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think I understand exactly what you're saying when it comes to the, the, the vegan side of it, but it is weird though, because I just, what's really, it's, 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 I think it's working, man, because why do I have to go into every super, especially whole foods, but why do I go into every grocery store and see like entire aisles and sections dedicated to these fucking people? Cause they're loud and noxious. And no, it's, it's well, but it's what I keep saying. It's like the but, tyranny of the minority. You keep giving credence and, and credibility to these people, and they don't deserve it. 
Because, well, they'll, they're also... Force them to start their own store. And just remember health food stores? Yeah, it's true. Maybe not everybody goes to those, but if you want to get vitamins and shit, go to a health right. food store. Well, also, I think the whole veganism thing... <laughs> Still so fucking dumb. I want to put on my tinfoil hat. Yes. Oh, here we go. I think it's an op. <laughs> it's an op. All right. Is to see who's retarded or not. <laughs> And then the ones that are that retarded, then they're weak as shit because they don't eat meat. And they have to buy pro- food products because if they don't get some source of protein, they're going to die. Yeah. Well, you so, know, that's the other thing. You've seen this. Have you seen like some so of this? All pr- it's a product driven diet. It's perfect seen- for corporatists. Yeah. Well, but you've seen like some of these NFL players after the fact. Yeah. Or like, yeah, I'm a fucking vegan. Like, no, you're fucking not. You didn't show up to the NFL six, four, 300 pounds as a fucking vegan. Now you may be trying to play that stupid little game now. And that's probably why you're out of the fucking NFL. Right. Gerald McCoy. Um, I'm just saying that's not how you maximize athletic talent. They just didn't. It was like, and there are some vegan bodybuilders and stuff, but I'm like, you that's have to different. That's a like, bodybuilder. That's not yeah. an athletic performer. Bodybuilders are probably, I would argue, some of the most unhealthy people on the planet. Just because yeah. they look good doesn't mean they're healthy. 100%. But I'm like, you have to eat an entire bag <laughs> of planta protein powder just to exist. And I'm like, it is delicious, but you're not, ha- you can't be happy. You can put sugar in anything and make it delicious. Right. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, they're like, well, your blood work, your cholesterol. And blah, blah. I'm like, shut up. Like, no, my, my cholesterol is actually perfect because yeah. Yeah, I eat fat and protein nonstop. Yeah, mine's low as shit. And he, they're actually <laughs> like, how is your, how is it yours is low? Like both of them were low. Like the yeah. good and the bad were yeah, yeah. really low. And I'm like, and he was concerned about that. I'm like, well, okay. Since I'm here and you've already drawn my blood, here. can we do a hormone test just to see? And he's like, why? I'm like, I'm just curious to see what my testosterone level is like or what my other levels are like and see if that might correlate to my cholesterol being low. He's like, why? I'm like, because maybe my body's using the cholesterol to make testosterone. I don't know. And so he tested it. My testosterone was like 750. That's he's awesome. Like, he goes, what are you taking? I'm like, nothing, dude. Food. Yeah, I was like, food and deadlift. I eat at the weight buffet. Yeah. yeah. One like, of my coolest things that I had a sorry major. He was a piece of shit, but he did say something cool. He's like, yeah, we'll go down to the weight pit, but the weight petting zoo. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> gym, the weight petting zoo. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I was started... like, yeah, it's like deadlifts and steak. And uh, that's it. And yeah. I don't drink and I don't use tobacco and I don't do bunch of other crap and he's like cool <laughs> <laughs> continue like, charlie yeah, mike you're doing yeah. good he's like <laughs> i wish i had more patients that did that and the, i finally found a doctor that like worked out works out and like yeah plays basketball and stuff so he gets it it is weird though like i was just talking about this with my mom she's a retired nurse um i guess my dad's current cardiologist is just like really overweight and chain smokes and it's just like you would think the people Dude. who would take their own health seriously the ones that are actually advising others right but it oh, is yeah. kind of weird because you see that all the time in the medical world it's just like some of these doctors just look awful oh it's like my the doctor that i switched to him from 
I quit going there because, dude, his height to weight ratio was all fucked up. And he's sitting there trying to say, you know, I was 270 at the time, but I, you know, I've dropped, lost 100 pounds. Yeah. Like I had, I could, you could sort of see my abs at 270. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, you really got to get your weight down. I'm like, that's funny. I've lost 100 pounds so far and I'm planning on losing like 70 more. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, how'd you do that? Like, diet and exercise yeah i'm like calorie <laughs> deficit and get off my ass the old-fashioned like, way yeah so basically he has me explain it this this dude starts taking notes he took notes for like 30 minutes and i'm like motherfucker i should you i should charge you yeah i'm about to say this isn't rocket surgery it's not new it's literally the oldest thing in the world is you literally you know, move more yeah i mean it it's diet and exercise. You want to lose weight, you burn more calories than you take in. That, that's that's yeah, that's the and that's what, the magic button. And what I always tell like people ask me like, what workout do I need to do to lose weight? I'm like, all of them. Hand, I go less hand to mouth. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like, and and then I'll explain it. I'm like, you don't want to base your weight loss on output. That's a bonus. Yeah. You know, treat it. I tell people to treat it like two separate journeys until you get to a certain point and then they're so intertwined that your food literally affects your performance. And then that's, I'm, I'm finally, I'm, I'm pretty stoked. I'm actually at that point. So now they're kind of really intertwined. But when I first started, because the reason I say don't let your, your weight loss depend on your workouts, because if you get sick, if you go on vac- you know, vacation, yeah. you work out, you get hurt, especially if, when you're, if you're a bigger person and you, yeah, an ankle or yeah. you're screwed. Yep. So focus on the calorie deficit. Your weight loss will come from there. Your bonus burn will come from physical activity plus, you know, trying to build muscle and everything like that. Then you'll get toned. Like, luckily, I don't look like a guy that lost 160 pounds. Yeah, I was going to say that there's always that excess tissue, excess skin, you know, that shit. That's good, man. That's great. Bit. I got, yeah. You got good skin, bro. Yeah, I mean hydration, bro. <laughs> yeah, but I think I th- I think I didn't hit that point of no return. It may first. help that you're big and you're clearly naturally athletic, so that I think is as a plus because well, it's constantly moving too. Like, yeah, you were never like a twig who just never had muscle mass to begin yeah. with and ballooned up, you know. So yeah, like when I when I ETSed. I was uh, two forty five at nine percent body fat. Yeah, so you've you're just you're. You just went the wrong way for a bit, but you're clearly, you know, the type of individual who probably just carries a lot of size, but not a lot of fat. There's all them alcohol and baconators, bro. Hey, the, oh, the baconator, man. I haven't had some, I haven't, I haven't like voluntarily had fast food in a really, really long time. Like, I don't think about it. I don't either. I'm I'll go to in and out when I was in California every once in a while, just, yeah. but not even for the food. I would just go to get, cause I wanted a chocolate shake. Cause I feel like they have yeah. the best shakes in the world now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, because I would always rather make my own burgers, I think. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing. Like, I'm so used to like 90-10 or 93-7 now. Oh, I can't do that now. I still have it's to. It's weird. I'm, I'm, it, man. Tastes, it tastes like a steak burger. <laughs> I don't know. Like, so Harris got, Ranch out in California, 73-27. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. 73-27 <laughs> is the way to go. If Dude. I could get a 50-50, I'd be happy. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, like, we went out. And uh, on her birthday, she wanted to go to this place called Jack's and they have really good burgers. And we both got a burger and they do 
the 73 20 yeah yeah tasted good but let it kind of coat your mouth and yeah yeah, yeah definitely it does we were yeah. racing each other into the house because we had to go to the bathroom yeah look that's not that is that is a fair thing man like fat will mess people up and i tell you that story because was, this was what this was we call it getting a lube job oh, <laughs> this is like valentine's or around the day before dinner last year we went to this uh this high-end steakhouse in san francisco and one of the appetizers was uh pig ears mm. which i've never had before they were absolutely incredibly delicious, but apparently a lot of fat in those. Yeah. Cause like you said, as soon as I got home, man, that was the end of, that was the end of that night. <laughs> it was bad. Quick time March. Man. Oh my God. It was so bad, but it was so good. Like it, it is true. Um, same thing, man. Like I don't usually do a, a lot of, like, I don't really eat crab. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know this about this this fucking do you remember that dude Jack's ghost? That dude were you, did you remember that shit that went down with that fucking Anthony dude on Twitter? Went by Jack's ghost. Anyway. Well, anyway, when we were out there last summer, well, two summers ago. Anyway. When you guys went to Vegas? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we had room so service. Weird. It's dude, that's another story. Um, yes, yeah, so we had this room service two nights in a row where it was just all you could eat king crab and the butter. And I just remember, I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't really eat king crab. I don't really like, I mean, I love seafood. Don't get me wrong. I just, yeah. I try to avoid things that require physical labor, like king crab. You know, I can scallop shrimp all day, right? King crab, I got to crack shit. So anyway, that with the butter, dude, that was, that was tough. Yeah. It's like Neil Pert playing a cello in your guts. <laughs> I was just like, I can't do this, man. This food is amazing, but it's not going to matter. Yeah. It's, uh, so rich. yeah. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. Fat will definitely, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll get you. You gotta, you gotta yeah. definitely, uh, moderate that stuff. Well, That's why I like to mix in some good ice cream, you know? There you go. That's I, what I've eliminated. Like I've, I, I've been eating clean for so long here lately. I've been kind of slacked off a little bit. Like for my birthday, I wanted fried chicken. Nothing wrong with that. I hadn't had fried chicken in two years. Oh, damn. And I ate a box of fried chicken. Hell yeah. Where'd you get it from? Publix. Okay. Publix does have some good ass fried chicken. I remember Uh, one thing I do remember from Florida is uh, people used to go crazy over like Publix subs. I don't think they're that special. Uh, But the the fried chicken, I will. The chicken fingers. It's gotten better over the years. Yeah. But it's 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 bomb right now. I'm not gonna lie. Like it's like if I could get some chicken fingers or some fried chicken from anywhere, it would be Popeyes. I can't do Popeyes. No. Oh there's a there's a Bojangles right next door to the Publix, and I went with the Publix. Okay. That's okay. That's (laughs) yeah, because I do remember my South Carolina days, you know, good old Bojangles. Bojangles. Yeah, Columbia. I think that was the first place I went after AIT was Bojangles. Steak, egg, and cheese biscuit, baby. Ah, but so good. I want to get what wait, all right. I know you got salt, but the salt, like I can't do the salt now. Like everything tastes like salt now. If I eat out, I can't I can't I I don't like eating out unless it's like see, but that's weird that you say that because I would say especially within the last few years, a lot of places went away from it because of that. So a lot of places you have to ask for salt after the fact, because they're not seasoning it as much because of people's salt 
yeah local rest, local restaurants i don't have that problem with like we don't eat out often, often okay yeah but like like i i was like man i wonder if i still like i'll go back and eat stuff like that i used to like and like i i, I find that i don't even like it anymore like i went i got a biscuit from bojangles and i took one bite and i'm like Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it is true. Like you, you'd be surprised that when you go back and you eat things that you were used to, and mm. like, I think it's because you shit like every morning. I think it's well. I would say it's got, this is my discussion with Claude, man. Like, I really respect that he just makes shit from scratch, and you don't mm-hmm. get that's largely not what you're getting, man. You're getting so many preservatives and artificial bullshit, and it tastes good, but yeah. But once I, you I, wean I, yourself I, off of that and you start eating real food again, that's you the go thing. back. Man, you it's, taste, you, it's you, night and day you, you taste all the bullshit yeah you really can yeah and so there's like a thai place i'll I pretty much is the only time i'll go eat out is if it's a place that i know can make something that i like that i can't make mm-hmm. or yeah. they do or they do that's it good. better than me yeah that's that's a good rule of thumb like, like there's that a, like there's a thai restaurant that has a really good uh masaman curry or a rama and um and it's just so good, dude, with the toasted peanuts and all that. Oh, so good. I'm so excited. So when my daughter gets here Friday, we're going to go down to this Lebanese place and get some chicken shawarma. Hell yeah. Dude, I love chicken. I can make it, but nothing not like these dudes are straight off. They're from Lebanon. Yeah. They, they do some good work. And it's it's probably the second best stuff I've had since. This is what's weird. I will say this. I had a lot of chicken shawarma in the Middle East. I had a ton of it, especially in Jordan. Mm. But for whatever reason... And I still have a picture of this. I'll, I'll email you this picture when I find it after we're done. But the chicken shawarma that was in, I don't remember the name of it, but it was in the food court in the, uh, the what is it? The Queen Ali airport in Jordan, the mm-hmm. fucking Jordanian airport. The chicken shawarma there, by far the best I've ever had. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why, it, <laughs> but it was so good. It. it was so good. It's a fucking airport. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I made some, uh, I did, it was ground turkey okay and i learned this is don't get ground white turkey because that's okay and that because it'll cook and it's like rubber but if you just get regular old 93.7 butterball ground turkey with the shawarma seasoning and the yogurt and all that and you can make the kebabs with that and grill it dude it's not bad it's not bad i just finally made my own a couple weeks ago i made some lamb kebabs yeah with the ground turkey because it's super low calorie you can eat a whole lot of it yeah. and i made i made like sprinkled the mint and like did the whole oh uh, yeah see that's what people need to understand like the key to any of that stuff is mint dude like just last night i made lamb ragu you know yeah. and i didn't have mint. They, the store didn't have mint so i had to use, i had to you know i use italian parsley in a, in a pinch because it's still at least kind of citrusy and light but right. um yeah, like mint is such an underrated ingredient. I don't know why we don't use it more here in the it states. Turns it, it turns that shit up to eleven. It really does. <laughs> it really, really does. I needed to ask you though, real quick, because I, yeah. I know you're you're close to time, and I don't want to keep you, and you got to go. But um, <laughs> you say you're a post-libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> now look, um, Grandpa, he says the Lulberts, and I, I think yeah. they're funny. My brother's got a lot of libertarian streak to him, but you know he's. He gets like, I think he gets confused as to why I make fun of libertarians so much, but I do. I really make fun of them because, and this is my opinion. I don't know if you're going to agree. And maybe this is why you are post-libertarian. I just think it's, 
it's kind of hard to take somebody who has no standards, no principles. They just want everybody to do whatever the fuck they want. And that's supposed to be taken serious as like a political party for 330 million people. Yeah. 350 maybe. I just I just can't take them serious because no matter what, they don't have it. They it goes back to as much as I thought Ron Paul was great with a lot of things that he would say. I remember him being in the debates and he's and they would ask him foreign policy questions. He'd like, "Oh, it's it's the golden rule. You just treat people how you want them to treat you." I'm like, "Have you really? Like is that is that really your <laughs> that's that scene? This is where you lose the election." Yeah. That's not how the world works, bro. Like I think it would have been better if he teamed up with Ross Perot. Yeah, well, that because I mean, Ross Perot was like, I'll just hire my own people and go over there and get them out. <laughs> Ross Perot was, I was kind of something I brought up with Chad or uh, Chad fucking Claude last week is you know, we're trying to talk about like a, a serious third party. I don't think we've had an election with one that remotely made an impact since Perot, and that was 31 years ago. Yeah, check your check your DMs real quick. Okay, so yeah, you're a post libertarian. What is what is what does that mean exactly? Um, well, I'd always been on the right, and then I just got where I <laughs> I just couldn't stand. Um, I'm gonna send that. My brother just texted me too, so I'm about to send him this. Oh <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm sending it. I, I made that was a meme as a response to somebody to a libertarian. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like I like just totally sick of republican party and so oh, like yeah that. yeah I understand when you that. when you really when you really especially being a southerner <laughs> i think it's hilarious that all the south people from the south are like republican party i'm like they started and they hated you do you not know what they did during reconstruction lincoln was a piece of shit and it's just starting to learn like our history and everything like that and i'm like so i started just looking for something else and then i ended up starting a podcast called the smoke pit smoke pit story time is that still going on because I, I i see that I've, I've seen that name recently no oh is it still hosted uh, somewhere is it up is it up? yeah it's still up yeah like oh, okay. i i interviewed braxton and like all those guys did you really oh cool yeah bring also, it back man shit this uh, is fun you don't have to do anything like yeah you also, like, it's also just interviewed the uh the guy the libertarian that ran for georgia oh nice <laughs> the, the one who uh How'd that go? got into it with how'd that go well that was well we were at the time we were cool but uh so no more no mas <laughs> well no i mean i don't care that he works for raytheon i just don't think he should be trying to raise money oh wait is that the dude that got into it with fucking grandpa yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is where murder cult was founded mm-hmm. <laughs> oh shit yeah that's pretty fucking funny that's got to be the most ironic shit of all time I do. Can you just like real quickly, can you give like a a high level breakdown of what that situation was without getting too far into it so people won't know what the fuck you're talking about? Yeah. Well, just uh, okay. So it was incredibly gay. So (laughs) G H E Y gay. Yeah. Like 90s, like 90, like 90s. Yeah. You know, like, man, this was gay. Gay. Um, gay. And uh, so there were, I guess there was some guy that like burned his uniform or whatever and um shane shane murder cult hazel was like, <laughs> shane hazel that's his name and then he was like oh you know you should do that and you know and this you know he he was in the marines and stuff like that and 
I actually asked somebody who was in the uh, same, not same unit, but same special operations group. I was like, hey, do you know that guy? He's like, yeah, he's a douchebag. But that, so that's funny. Um, but uh, so Grandpa was like, I think it's a stupid idea and blah, 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 blah. And so they started getting into it. And then Shane started going into the whole murder cult and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're fucking up, bud. I'm like, because Grandpa's not the guy you want to start no, trying like, to troll. He's just, and I, and he's, actually he's just smarter Shane, than you. Yeah. So it's kind of get- <laughs> and I was like, uh, I sent a, a message saying, like, dude, these guys are my friends and I'm just, they're not the kind of people you want to start shit with. He goes, blah, blah, you know, I forget what he wrote back, but it was something stupid. I'm like, all right, you're on your own then. And then, uh, you know the the goons do what the goons do we're gonna find out <laughs> as goons do yes <laughs> they're gonna find out everything about you and <laughs> yeah he gave one. him like one and i think and i think he was gonna go on uh shane's podcast let's go on his podcast yeah, yeah yeah and um and he had shane had someone on there before that ended up like stolen valor thing and like because i remember listening to that episode i'm like this guy sounds like he's full of shit and it was like five minutes in and I I was like, okay. So then they have getting into it and then they just bust him out like, Hey, is this you? You still work for Raytheon? He goes, I don't work for Raytheon. He goes, yeah, but you work for a Raytheon sub- subsidiary. Well, I just sell cameras. And so I called him. I'm like, dude. So we had like an hour conversation. I'm like, so you, you're raising money, running for office, doing your podcast, doing all this rah, rah, murder cult, war is bad, but you work for a company doing sales that sells FLIR equipment that you sell to infantry units. Well, it's just a camera for like for, for, for surveillance. I'm like, dude, you forget. I know what this shit is. I know what it's used for. I've used it. Yeah, he, he thinks you don't know anything. And I was like, it's for targeting, dummy. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, you know, you told me that you don't do that anymore. I was like, so basically you lied to my face and... Mm you're lying to a bunch of people and you're taking money from people it's like not nah, cool and so we haven't talked since but uh murder cult but yeah end up making a friend out of grandpa during that so yeah that's so because what was it fair trade fair yeah trade. he was supposed to go on but there was some mm-hmm. weird qualifier he's like i, he's like, I want to see your id and oh that's stuff. right it was like the bust anonymity or some shit for grandpa right something like that or yeah, I was like, well, I've been on your podcast. You didn't ask for my ID. I was like, I've been in yeah. your house and you didn't ask for my ID. You know, <laughs> that's pretty weird. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's he just that's, got super dorky and yeah. like he's he still is he still around. Oh yeah, he's still over there. Just mm. I tuned in just to see what he's talking about. He's still on some bullshit, but mm. um, I guess he didn't win in Georgia, huh? No, but he he and then the, here's the thing. Oh, it's so annoying. Because he's the reason Warnock, because he's he took a bunch of votes away and like did all this stuff, and he's just there to show his ass. And like, I honestly think a lot of libertarians like losing is the is what they really want because then they never actually have to do anything or try to actually implement the crap that they say that they are about. And most of it's just a bunch of people that are mad at their dads. Um, and who just i mean given the chance they probably would wear like a backpack purse and cat ears uh, <laughs> it's just ridiculous the 
ridiculous people. And it's hard to take serious, to be honest. That's why I said it's just, you know, oh, you, yeah. no principles, no standards. Everything's fine. Everybody can do what they want. Like, right. And that's it doesn't thing. work. What it, what it really boils down to, and this is like, I did the podcast and I was like, I'm going to check out libertarianism. So I interviewed a lot of libertarians and stuff like that. Like the guy who's, who I'm still friends with to this day is Pete Quinones. And uh, he's got the Pete Quinones show and stuff like that. He's not a libertarian anymore either. <laughs> and, um, and, it's um oh man i lost my train of thought basically the, what it boils down libertarianism to, yeah, yeah like with the libertarian party with basically the best way i could explain it it's christianity without christ and it's like they try to <laughs> have it's it, it, it is you know when it was like the austrians when it was just an economic philosophy great. yeah yeah when we try to make it to a political philosophy it's a religion with no God, with people that try to become their own gods and try to talk about this morality, but they have no source for the morality. So then it just becomes leftist touching kids. And, yeah. you, and then you get people arguing, <clears throat> yes, yeah. if the if the community agrees that a 12-year-old can have sex with a 35-year-old, then it's okay. I'm like, well, and then that's where I come in and, and I fucking drone strike the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just had that with like that Eliza Blue shit that went down on Twitter. Who? She, yeah, what? The, she disappeared pretty quick. Huh? What happened? Oh, I guess. What? Was, what happened? Like, I missed. I guess. That. I, guess I guess she's going to be runner up for the, or you know, in the running for the Grifties. Like, because what? Yeah, apparently what? that turned out to be a bunch of bullshit. And then because, and again, she's all linked up with a bunch of libertarians. Because that whole video was, uh, what's that guy's it's name that does Renegade University? Oh, Dude, he's a piece know. of shit. And then you had the other guy, Clint Russell, who's like, we, we call him, he blocked me a long time ago because I call him, I called him uh, Malibu's least wanted because he's, <laughs> he's like a 37 year old wigger who, uh, <laughs> who can't rap, but wants to rap all the time. Someone else called him Fed Durst. Fed <laughs> I love Twitter. Well, his parents were in like big time real estate finance in California. So he's got so parents he, money. Yeah. yeah, he he's like, I retired at 32. I'm like, with your parents. Can you really retire if you never had to work because your parents have money? Fair question. Whatever. Yeah, I don't give a I shit. I don't have those I'm, problems. So I'm I'm not, <laughs> I don't I don't even care, man. I'm like, I'm yeah, not I don't either. 40, Good for you, man. But like, I'm going to make fun of you. Yeah. So she's got like, cause I was following her. Like she showed up. I thought it was cool. I, 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 I think I thought it was like a legit thing at first. And then well, that I, last time that she went on Tim pool, I'm like, I never watched any of that. Like, don't even, I'm not going to pretend yeah. to watch any of this. Stuff. I don't, I just yeah. know like she was all over my feed. And then yeah. the next minute she wasn't. And I right. haven't seen her in months or she months, weeks. About she's an advocate. And then like, they would start asking her questions like, well, I can't talk about that. But she kept repeating this line. kept repeating. Oh, she's line. like one of those, like, like I, my, 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 my military service is classified type people. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> mm, this is sounding like bullshit. And I remember my friend text was like, Hey, did you watch Tim? Did you listen to temple? I'm like, yeah. He goes, what'd you think? I'm like, I think someone's about to get outed for being, a, you know, full of shit. He goes, that's what I was thinking. And then it came out. But what came out? What, what, 
Well, she, she said she's a survivor and like yeah, she's yeah, yeah. trafficked and like yeah. she's trying to start, in, but she would never get specific of like what was happening. Wouldn't never like name names or whatever, which I mean, I kind of get, but then it was, then she tried to start saying she was naming names. Like there was some video that she's like, yeah, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, it was like world star hip hop. And they were like, we paid you for that video. You came to us trying to do the video and like all this jazz and like her dad's a, a politician and then like all this stuff. When you come to find out, she's a bunch of rich kids trying to get earn street cred. So she was never actually in the human trafficking. I don't know that for sure, but I know that she said when she was, she, said, she, was rep, when she was she said she was like representing people that were trafficked by Andrew Tate. Okay, I like, did vaguely remember seeing that. Yeah, and they were basically a bunch of people like she's lying. I don't know. What do you think, Frank? I think Twitter's a weird place. <laughs> Frank, I'm going to create you a Twitter account, bro, so you can get on there and tweet to all the, the your adoring kitty fans. <laughs> Frank gets more questions than I do. I don't like it, but he deserves it. This very sweet cat. I don't know if you have a cat or not. I'm allergic. Are you? I was in high school, I remember. Yeah. Like, I had a friend... I would always go over after school and like, it was probably like junior year. I'd go over and play uh, NCAA football mm-hmm. with her little brother and they had cats and man, I could only last like one game before my eyes would be closing. I'd be yeah. I'm like, Nicole, I got to go home. Uh, but then over time, I'm good. <laughs> I, I attribute it back to that moment i'm like i just yeah. had to experience it and and, and expose myself and now just like build up, build up yeah i think that's all it was because uh yeah i've got this little dude he's like the greatest cat in the world he's super sweet and affectionate and no issues with that so i don't know i feel like there there is some of that with allergies i think sometimes you just the more you expose yourself not only wrong i'm not telling you to go kill yourself but i think yeah. some things that we are allergic to i think we can somewhat maybe overcome through exposure yeah i don't know or, i'm not a doctor or, or it gets worse <laughs> or yeah that's why i said i'm not a doctor i'm not telling you to go like if you're allergic to you know penicillin or something to go inject it tonight but you know <laughs> uh, i take i take two zyrtec every day <laughs> yeah that's what I'm, i've been waiting on because in california around this time man I, Pollen, high oh my god me. dude like there i remember so i moved to roseville in 2016 which is like a northern suburb of sacramento and apparently like the allergies during the spring in sacramento is like a real thing it's like a running joke of like people will call out from work because of the out because of the pollen right like it's that bad and i was like man it can't be that bad sure enough it's that fucking bad it's even yeah. i thought it was even worse down in napa where i was at because man once march hits it's like you well, have to take something. Stuff there. You have, yeah, you got to take something every day. <laughs> I mean, what was, what's this? But, um, so yeah, okay. Well, real quick, I know, like, we're running up on time here, but you said it, we we just we laughed about the the Lulberts, but what is what does post libertarian mean? What is that? As the uh, just pressure of means, I it's, it's kind of like being you. you know like a former addict, I guess. I don't know. I'm just uh, so you're just uh, you're you're politically homeless. Yeah, because living under a bridge in a tent. Well, I'm concerned. Like, I guess I could say I'm conservative, but not in like yeah. the traditional conservative. 
Like, yeah, I think I think um, most people in our ilk are that way. Like, I think all those people are too far left. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I guess, far right, but at the same time. Yeah, but our party, the party for the the right, doesn't do anything for us. No, all the, they're they're leftists. I don't even think the party for the like. I I I would. I think if you went and talked to a lot of, now don't get me wrong, I think the Democrats do political cohesion way better than the Republicans do. Like they unify behind any dumb shit that their party wants. But for overall, I would say if you go talk to a leftist, I don't think they're happy with their Democratic Party. Just like we're not happy with the Republican Party. Oh, yeah. Like if you talk to like somebody in Walmart, yeah, they're like, oh, this is terrible. (laughs) Like we find out that we end up agreeing more on day-to-day out shit. But it's like the Republican Party, all they they're for what the Democrat Party abandoned like four years ago. Yeah. Four exactly, not 44. Mm-hmm. And no, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. It it really is wild. Like to go back and just, just go back and pick Washington Post, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, whatever. Pick one of those publications and just go back into their archives and just read the shit they used to write about in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Same shit. It was blunt, dude. It was blunt. It was long form. It was well researched. Yes. It was. It was amazing, actually. Was actual journalism. Yeah. <laughs> and now we don't do it because we we're so lazy with the internet that it's just like let's just keep hitting refresh and we'll pick and pull pieces from the AP or we'll file something and we'll put a piece together. It's like nobody even don't even do journalism anymore. That's everything. Yeah. Sports, I mean, news, I mean, politics, yes. pickups. Yes. finance when the smartphone hit that just made everybody dumb dude i tell you that's when it went down because everything was accessible man i just talked about this because like uh you ever seen the movie the pentagon wars Mm -mm. highly recommend it right kelsey Grammer. uh okay carrie carrie yules use whatever it's from the night like elwes yeah that guy 98 is he really no yes all these British dudes. What the fuck? For they do real. English better than I do. They're stupid it's little crazy. accents. <laughs> They're really good. Yeah. It was fun. What tripped me out. Remember that that uh, show Strike Back? No. I don't it know. was like on Cinemax or whatever. Oh, uh, no. Like a British special operations type. Oh, uh, well, you lose me there. So. Well, dude, it was, oh, no, it was cool. It was, <laughs> there was a guy that was played a Delta Force guy. Uh, he was an American Delta Force guy. Well, the actor is Australian. <laughs> of course would have never guessed it never would have guessed it right the, <clears throat> the main british guys from freaking milwaukee i thought he was british <laughs> so they easily could have just swapped <laughs> dude he was so good That's like his british act and he looked british too but it was, it's a, it was a good show <clears throat> it's guns and boobs basically nothing wrong with that um yeah, no, the Pentagon Wars, right? It's a movie. It's on HBO. You can stream it. I don't know why I was going to tell you to, to watch it. Um, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. Pentagon Wars. Have you ever seen it? No. Here's why you need to see it. Um, and then I sidetracked you. You, you did. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just trying to think of what led to it. We were talking about Lulberts, Libertarians, the right, the left. What do we say about Republicans just now? Uh, they're for. Oh no, we were talking about journalism. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. got it. Yeah, so that that movie is based off of um, Colonel Burton, who was an Air Force Colonel assigned to the Bradley Project, and he was all about trying to find a report to present about its effectiveness. 
And then it goes into all of like the people involved in the Bradley and how they kind of tried to like thwart this guy's study. And it shows the evolution of like the Bradley. It's supposed to be an armored personnel carrier and how it turned into what it is today, right? Which is essentially a tank that doesn't have the armor to be a tank. It's mm-hmm. too exposed to be a scout vehicle. It's just a fucking, it's just there, right? The only thing good on a Bradley is the gun. <laughs> right. But when you see how this started, it was never yeah. supposed to have any of that shit. Yeah. It's, it's been halved into its personnel carrying capability, like shows the evolution of it, whatever. So that this movie is about this and this Colonel Burton, like he writes this book called the Pentagon Wars, the real book, real movie, everything happened. Um, but I went back and looked at it because when this when when his actual article came out, there's a Washington Post article covering it from 1986. I went and read, and it's thousands of words. Like it, it was a twenty, probably at least twenty twenty five minute read. I was like, holy shit! I'm like, I, it's literally the movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch that movie first, and then you go and research this Washington Post article, you're like, that actually fucking happened. But I only bring that up because it was like a huge blunt honest investigative report about the Pentagon from the Washington post Mm -hmm. shit. You just don't see anymore, man. And now, now they're just PR campaign or PR firm for politicians. Depending on what, what fucking letter you got next to your name, you know, what outlet to go to, right? Yeah. And it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's not real. It's entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it's I've said like, this before, like Fox and CN or MSNBC, they started the same year. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't even 96. For, I don't even care for Tucker that much. <laughs> I don't watch any of it, man. Like people, yeah. they, they put so much stock into that. I'm like, you think what? Uh, he's the one guy that's not being a fucking entertainer. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, look at who just because he's good at it. Doesn't mean he's not a fucking entertainer. Ask it. Find out. Look into who his dad was. Who was his dad? Uh, he was into some shit. Well, no, you have to just tell like, just like just like most of these journalists whose parents were in this. <laughs> yeah, like Rob went and did it, exposed that one person. God, what was that dude's name? Is it Matt? Matt something. The floof guy. He did a bunch of shit, gotten some some attention a few months back, which was great because he had just been on my podcast and he was oh, like yeah. the most watched ever. <laughs> so hilarious. I was, I was the guy, the um, Claire Foster MD. Who is funny because it's a it's a satire account. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a he, guy's like twenty something years old, but it, it, he he pretends to be some boomer leftist on Twitter, and it, it gets, he gets so many people. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I see. I've always thought about like I thought accounts It'll like get that me, and fun. I know it's fake. <laughs> yeah, like I, I just don't think I would have the energy to try and maintain something like that. I just oh, it's been years. It got named in the Twitter files. Oh my god! Like the FBI and shit was like talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's a joke. Account. That's the problem. Is like the people like responsible. They have no idea what they're getting themselves into because they don't know anything. They're not trolls. You have to hire mm. trolls. Yeah, well, it's just like, or else uh, you can't spot when you're being trolled, dude. Because these, these people have no <laughs> self awareness. You hire a bunch of like 55 year old career FBI agents. You think they're gonna figure this shit out? No, no. Well, they might. Well, the old the old guys might figure it out more than these freaking nerds yeah, that they're true. hiring from these Ivy League schools. That that's probably you know, true. That's legs. probably a very good point. It's like you ever met anybody that worked at the State Department? One. Uh, most of them are insufferable. God, 
It's like, well, have you, has like literally, have you ever been punched in the face before? <laughs> and, but yeah, um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. And you're not even drinking. That's the best part about this show is like you start talking. You, I'm, you get I'm exhausted. That's my problem. Yeah, no, that's great. You get an hour and a half in and you just you start forgetting shit. You get delirious. It's great. You're yawning. I get up at four. <laughs> Ooh. All right. What time zone are you in? Uh, I'm East EST. Okay. And you're getting up at four tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. We need to get you out of here then. Every day. Yeah. All right. Let's get you out of here. All right. That's that is Mr. Uh post-libertarian professor at the go fuck yourself garden center you can follow him on twitter at what account that's a uh, J- uh, johnny tyler of carolina is that the uh, whole at no the at is gfy garden center yeah that's what i wanted to ask yeah. you so the other stuff <laughs> i was about yeah. to say wait a minute is that your at johnny tyler of no that's just the name okay so at go gfy yeah garden center how'd you come up with that it was just you because you know the guy GFY Industries on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was just goofing. My last account got nuked. What was your last uh, account? Uh, Vetarchist OG. And never came back with the with oh, the it's musk. Dead still, dude. Dead dead, huh? Damn. No, it worked. Well, <laughs> I criticize people you can't criticize. Yeah. And dude, I was like, I said what I said. I was like, I was bored. I'm like, I wonder what would get me perma banned and it wasn't <laughs> what, I, what i said wasn't even that bad and and uh i posted it in 10 like 10 seconds it was done damn that quick done yeah responsive yeah let's so, try it again with your new account see if it works again no <laughs> <laughs> all right so that's him he's at G- gfy garden center on twitter follow that man and you should follow myself it's at eric yeah. wbb i mean not that you'd be seeing this and not be on twitter following me but in just in case you're not all right brother thanks for hanging out yeah man we'll have to do it again yeah absolutely good, good talking to you dude